0: Jeff crops
1: Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. There is uh, an interesting question I want to throw out to you today. And this comes from an email from one of our listeners, Doug, whom I Often disagree with, but he's making an interesting point. Are women voters leading us generally in America to a place that will cause the collapse of our republic? Now, wait a second. And there's a lot of women who listen to this radio show. And before you get angry, I want you to just consider some recent polling. Doug's email is about women voting for the death of cities. That's his headline. We've given women, he writes, the keys to the cities through the vote. Now they've trashed them. What chance is there for Republicans to turn the country away from a totalitarian Marxist future when women outnumber men? And the majority of women vote Democrat. Women concentrate in cities, along with gay and poor people, because that's where politicians bribe them with social programs. Facts are facts. Women have the largest voting blocks, far outnumbering men. Now, there's more, and and I will share it with you. But let me tell you why I'm asking this question. And this is, by the way, borne out in in the polling that I will share with you. You see, in Oregon, this is why the Democrats have hit so hard on abortion. In Oregon, 25% of all votes that are cast, really in any uh, statewide election, 25% of them. Those votes come from one voting block. Women. That live, now listen to me, women that live in the Portland metro area. 25% of all the votes cast in the entire state of Oregon are women of a certain age group who live in the Portland metro area, in the tri-county area, Multnomah, Washington, Clackamas counties. That is a massive influence, folks. Now, I share that with you because it feeds into this thesis that Doug is is presenting about the impact of that and how these women voters think and what they respond to and how they vote. Now, I'm going to tell you from my own personal experience of being in the campaign world and being a campaign consultant, I'm going to tell you This is hugely important because the messaging that moves women voters is very different than the messaging that moves men voters. It has to do with how God made us, largely. This is why in the polling that I've done over the years, certain messages and images evoke an emotional response out of women voters that's different than men. Now, as America has become more feminized, is is how I call it. And I, you know, I first I used to push back on that. I did. Because Limbaugh used to say it, and he said it for years and years and years the feminization of America. In fact, it's so, and you know, it's interesting. And Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a moment. 503 589 1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line 503 589 1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Over the years, Limbaugh has cited a number of polls that show the attitudes of men have been changing in America also. Become softer, more genteel, more like a women. Now that does play into this transgender nonsense to a point, but here's my point. It has gotten so bad that there is also polling and lots of anecdotal stories written by women influencers. Not conservatives, by the way, complaining about how little that they're, they're looking for a real man. The man in the more traditional male role. Now, that, that's kind of like having your cake and eating it, too. Right. That's how bad it's gotten. The feminization of America. Now, Doug's thesis led me to ask this question, and that's what I'm going to throw it out there. If women outnumber men voters, and they do, and if they vote overwhelmingly Democrat, for instance, the 22 midterm, 72%. Of women, 72 percent, folks, voted 18 through 29 in the age group. And that's a key voting demographic, 18 through 29, 72 percent of all women voters in America, 18 through 29, voted Democrat. Seventy and he he makes an interesting thing. 70% of single mothers are married to the Marxist government in the out-of-control welfare state, he writes. And in the future, millennials, he writes, will most likely have the highest proportion of unwed mothers in all human history. Who do you think they will elect? Facts are facts. Giving The women, the vote, gave them collective bargaining power over the fate of our crashing totalitarian civilization. Outside of God's return or the end of our debt-based money system, whichever comes first, there's nothing Republican voters will be able to do to stop it. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Moving to the boonies to get away from the boobies. (laughs) That's Doug. I disagree. But data is data. And there's lots of data to, frankly, back up. In fact, there's a story here, a Gallup News poll. Women are more likely to be Democrats regardless of what their age is. So that led me to think, okay, if women vote more frequently and often than men, and they are Democrat. And if given the brainwashing of our children in our public education system from kindergarten right on up through college, the culture and social media, it's obvious to see which direction we're headed. The collapse of the republic. Because women apparently are voting for politicians based, political party, and based on the messaging of the politicians, of the Democrats. And they're voting in the people that are destroying our cities, the DAs like Mike Schmidt and others that won't prosecute. People destroying our cities, Antifa and others, who are voting in school board members that will approve of transgender equity inclusion, DEI, critical race theory, voting for and in favor of measure 110, which legalized all kinds of drugs in America, in Oregon. And now our streets are filled with homeless people who are drug addicted, women. So do you think if most women voters are gonna be Democrat and are gonna vote Democratic that are going to vote for the Marxists, do you think that will lead to the collapse? of our republic. What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to Art. Art, I probably will have to hold you over here, but I I wanted to put that out there. What do you think?
2: Well, Jeff, Rush called them feminazis. Remember? He did. (laughs) Now, let let me say, Jeff, okay, this is a wrong premise. Because the women movement on the Republican side is growing and growing and growing. Take Charlie Kirk, okay? He has a movement of women across the country uh, that are pro-democracy, you know, pro-Constitution, etc. He actually had here recently his uh, Women's Conference and fantastic uh, attendance. Uh, The movement in the colleges, which, you know, more women go to college than not, uh, are, are growing uh, in the pro-Constitution, pro-individual rights, etc. And so, obviously, Jeff, uh, as you and I both know, this is a battle. Good. O-
1: it is. Hang on, Art. And, I will. I'll get you on the other side of the break, because I want you to make this point. So, folks, this is a listener's viewpoint it's not mine and i think he's wrong ultimate but what do you think back in a moment 620
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: Well, Anne-Marie wants to know why I would give Doug the lead. Well, it's his nature, and it's, it's, it's the nature of his question. And his point, he's wrong, she says. Facts aren't facts if your mind is already twisted towards your own point of view. Enough said, do not put women in one big lump to think only emotionally. Ask yourself if men could learn some balanced thinking. Fair enough. Now, again, just so you all understand, I don't agree with Doug. And I'll share with you why. Also, want to share with you the importance of checking out Power Honda's cars. They have down in Albany at the Power Honda dealership there on Highway 20, right at the south end of the Albany airport. Over 900 vehicles in stock. It's a lot. Brand new Hondas or some great pre owned certified Hondas and other vehicles. And you can see it all if you go to their website, mypowerhonda.com, mypowerhonda.com. There are other things to talk about, and we will get to them, but this is an interesting question. If women are voting in America overwhelmingly Democrat, and they vote emotionally, and respond to certain things like the Supreme Court ruling on abortion, which is only one of the things, how can that be countered? How can we move women, which has an enormous influence in Oregon's politics, folks? I mean, it really does. I gave you the numbers. 25% of all voters in Oregon of people who regularly vote are women in the tri-county area in Portland Metro. What are they seeing? What are they responding to? Ah, therein lies the hope. And polling shows it also. But it led me to asking that question. And it gets to what the Republicans just did in their sellout. The rhinos, anyway in the Senate and a few in the House. Not only is it a missed opportunity, but they have set the stage for the destruction of conservatism in Oregon themselves because they sold out for whatever reasons. And they're too stupid or they're too calloused and cynical. And too selfish to understand it. All of this rolls in, folks. Where America is headed and frankly where Oregon is headed. But the good news is there is a way. There is hope. And I'll share that with you also. Let's go back to uh, to Art. Art, please continue. Well, Jeff, here's the facts.
2: We are all individuals, whether we are men or whether we are women. And, you know, there are buttons that are pushed to us as individuals, which we are very passionate about. And so, you know, I'm never going to classify like, uh, what's his name, Doug did, okay, because, because we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And, uh, you know, that's how we should actually function. Um, and so uh, I'm, I'm just going to say, Jeff, that, that uh, we... We are equals in our own way. I've been married getting closer to 50 years, Jeff. And the reason why we lasted so long is the respect for each other um, and actually our roles uh, in the family and stuff. And if more people did that, we probably wouldn't have, we would probably have a lot less single women because the men wouldn't go running off if they believe it, I idea uh, just when things get a little hard and all those kind of things. So, uh, you know, that's how we have to look at things, Jeff. We, we have to all harness our strengths whether we're men or women and work together at defending our constitution and our individual rights as citizens in the greatest country on earth period
1: so therein is part of the uh, opportunity and the hope thank you art i appreciate that because folks have a great day You too. And by the way, everybody, stay cool. It's going to get warm tomorrow, the next three days, in the high 90s, mid to high 90s. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. Folks, and by the way, Doug disagrees with Art. says, Charlie Kirk isn't going to save America any more than Trump. Colleges are breeding grounds for communists. They make more Marxists, Art. Yes, you're right. They do. But there's still a way. There is still a way to change this. There's still hope. And I'll share with you what that is when we get back. And it's not just me. Not my own personal observations from my work politically in Oregon. But it's what's happening across the country. There is a massive political realignment occurring in America. And it's good, if you believe in liberty. Back in a moment, it's
0: 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. If you're just joining us, I'm asking this question about, well, it's based on an email from listener Doug, which I disagree with, even though he cites facts that are irrefutable. That women in a particular age group that vote more than really just about any other group Those women have an outsized influence. They vote Democrat. They vote liberal. They vote for politicians that destroy cities with their policies. Women. He says all is lost. I disagree. I want to get, and so that's why I've posed this question. If it is true that all is lost because Republicans are incapable or conservatives and they are different. All you have to do is look at Washington, DC. All you have to look at Tim Canope and several of the House Republicans to see that, yeah, they may be Republican, but they ain't conservative. Now when they do what they do. It's easy to see how Doug can reach his conclusion. But I'll tell you, he's wrong. Because women voters, even though the facts are the facts and they are the biggest voting bloc in this state by far, they do respond to other messages that are good for liberty. And that's why the conservative message has to morph folks oh no, it doesn't have to be watered down to be anything more than staunchly pro-life or pro-freedom. It has to become a more populist, conservative movement. Notice I didn't say Republican Party. Now the Republican Party is the only vehicle for that. Nationally, there's no question about it. But again, you only have to look at Trump, folks, to look at who he appeals to and who is moved by Trump's populism, which I don't agree with totally, by the way. But the populist national movement and a lot of prayer is the only thing that's going to save our republic, folks. It's the only thing. Linda writes an email about Newsmax had a startling story about the last three elections on who voted, how many republicans voted, how many democrats voted republican. Most startling, only 40% of the population voted. In the 22 midterms, that's correct. She continues the way it was reported, there were more Republicans voting than Democrats. So how did the Democrats win? There's only one way, and we know what that is. Think of the women politicians we've had over the last 40 years since television started showing some of them. Yikes. Yeah, that's true. Steve writes an email. By the way, you want to send me an email? It's Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.new. Steve writes an email about quoting a scripture, Isaiah 3, verse 12. Isaiah 3, verse 12. Quote, as for my people, a babe in their master, and women rule over them. O my people, they that lead thee cause thee, cause thee to err, and destroy the way of thy paths. And he quotes this as being from the Tanakh, which I'm unfamiliar with, 1917 edition. So if Steve's right, will women voters lead ultimately to vote for people and for policies that destroy the republic? And how would that happen? And can we fix it? Now, there's a couple of other things that I want to throw out to you also. I know we're halfway through the show, folks, but. You have to understand this. I don't agree with Doug's premise because I see the hope. And I'm going to share with you what that is. But there's another story that has huge importance to Oregon's future in elections. There's an Epoch Times story about election watchdog sues to stop the acceptance of ballots after Election Day. This is a North Dakota case. An election integrity group is suing North Dakota to block its law that allows the state to accept and count mail-in ballots as long as they arrive within 13 days after election day. Folks, North Dakota is a conservative state. Why would their legislature enact such a thing? Because the Republican Party is why, folks. There are 18 states... The story says, plus District of Columbia that accept mailed in ballots that are delivered after Election Day. Oregon's one of them. Congress created an exception for the law, uh, in the law, for military and overseas voters who were mailed ballots are counted even if they arrive after Election Day. If this new federal lawsuit is ex- successful, it could lead to other lawsuits that aim to compel election officials in other states to stop accepting ballots that come in after Election Day. There you go, folks. This is why it's important to Oregon. Now, there's that story that I wanna throw out there and it'll be on the show plan today. And I think it's important that you read it. And there's another story here. Oregon students' academic mastery remains far below pre-pandemic levels. Preliminary test scores suggest So, public education students in Oregon, the test results remain far below pre-pandemic levels. Now, guess how we learned about this? Oopsies. Has everything to do with elections. What? Yeah, it does. You see... State officials didn't want to release this data. This data was released without, quote-unquote, authorization, the story says, by guess who? The Newburgh School District. And they say, wow, uh, it's incomplete data, and it may shift as test experts check them over before their official relief in, in September. But Mark Siegel, a spokesman from the Oregon Department of Education did not characterize the scores as substantially inaccurate. Folks, it's abysmal. The Newbury School District let the cat out of the bag on purpose. How did that happen? Because it's still overwhelmingly run by conservatives now. Even though they lost a couple of board seats. They did this on purpose, folks. To expose what the state is hiding. That no matter how much money you throw, billions of dollars more at public education, it ain't working. Money ain't going to save kids. High standards and teachers who are not given to the woke agenda will save. So this election integrity group, this federal lawsuit in North Dakota is paramount. Because all Democrats have to do, and Oregon facilitated this from the beginning, having 20 some odd years of mail-in voting. All you have to do is figure out how many votes you need. And we'll find them. We'll make them. We'll manufacture them. Which, by the way, all that evidence from the 2020 election Did you know not a single lawsuit, not a single lawsuit period in America has ruled on the veracity, the truthfulness of all of that evidence, sworn statements, video evidence of ballots coming in and being counted after election day. None of it has been disproved in court why because there hasn't been a single trial not one that has looked at that evidence and said it's false this is why election integrity matters now this gets us to where we are today exit polling shows There actually is a political realignment. Get this. And Molly Hemingway, a great writer, and you see her commentator, she's on Fox a lot. she, She wrote this. She tweeted this. One of the fascinating things about our ongoing political realignment is the massive political incentive Democrats have to keep women unmarried. Married men broke Republican by 20 points. Married women broke R by 14 points. Unmarried men broke R by seven points, but unmarried women broke Democrat by a whopping 37%. And you know who just helped enable all of that? Oregon Republicans who sold us out. That's who did. And I'll tell you how on the other side.
0: jeff now at 503-589-1220 that's 503-589-1220 let's return now to more of political coffee with jeff krupp
1: it's 10 minutes till the top of the hour in a moment i am going to share with you why i believe there is hope and why i think doug's premise is wrong here yet first let's talk to a caller who's been very generous with their time to hang on through the break caller good morning who are you And what do you say today
2: are you talking with me, Jeff?
1: I am.
2: All right. Yeah, this is Conrad. Um, Conrad. I agree. The more I find out about this other caller, the less I agree with him, too. Um, I just have uh, two sets of statements. I'm going to call them 1A and 2A and um, 1B and 2B. First of all, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers in high places. The Persian spirits that are behind this transgender thing is being promoted by the Marxism that is so infiltrated our country, okay? But we have ways around that. We can do that by being serious Christians. And I run into Christians all the time, and they say they're serious Christians, but they don't have time to spend in God's Word, and that that's where we get our power.
1: Um, That is correct. The second. What about second? Go ahead, Conrad. That's correct. But what about people who don't think that way politically? Don't. Think don't the people that literally separate their Christian beliefs from how they vote. For instance, my mother has a a elderly couple that are friends of hers that are dear, wonderful people that I know. Great Christian people. They're Seventh-day Adventists. They love the Lord, but they vote strictly Democrat. They vote for people who believe in killing babies while they don't. Right, right
2: well the the second point that I was going to make was that uh, the other thing that we battle against, we're not battling against Democrats or the constitutional party or the third party or whatever, we're We're battling Marxism, and the basis of Marxism is atheistic. And what we're seeing right now in our society is a prime example of the Marxists in control in a lot of places, and they're demoralizing our society and our culture. And that's because Marxists are more serious than what the Bible calls the sons of light. And then my second set of statements regards your show, Jeff. And one thing I'd like to see happen is move Cal Thomas to the Kilmeade show hour because Kilmeade is just a, a hate Trump fest. And the other day I didn't turn the radio off <laughs> soon enough and I, <laughs> I listened to him talking with Pence. And I, I disagree with Trump on one thing. I don't think um, DeSantis is the most pompous you know, candidate. I think Pence is the most pompous candidate. But anyway, thank
1: you, uh, uh, Conrad. I appreciate (laughs) you calling. I I need to let you go now. It's interesting that you bring that up because I would much rather have the war room with Steve Bannon, which I watch as soon as this show is off. I turn it on. I listen to it on the app. I'd rather have him. I agree. Yes, a Brian Kilmeade any day. Believe me, it's far more. If you believe in conservative values, if you believe in the greatness of America and everything we stand for. You want to listen to him. You don't want to listen to Brian kill me. I uh, got a quick email from Lee uh, talking about what about those people that don't know the gospel or don't care? How do we build a bridge to have a conversation about what matters to us? He says in a recent conversation with a couple, they they fully believe that artificial intelligence from their social media had fed them. They believed what artificial intelligence from their social media had fed them and the that, the, that information was verified by the news stations they watched. wasn't an easy conversation. I never attacked their point of view. Instead, I explained how I understood the issue and explained where I received my information. Did I convert them, you ask? I have no idea at this point. All I know is that they asked several questions, and we ended the, pleasant, the conversation pleasantly. This is what we all need to do in an effort to educate how the left isn't looking out for the individual but wants to control the individual, directly opposite of what this country was founded on. And a state employee who shall never be named says, women voters are not the problem, but maybe the solution. Says this, there is not enough time to write or email now, but I do not blame urban single and single mothers for the success of the liberal Marxist agenda moving forward in blue states and particularly in urban areas. I blame the Republicans and conservatives for their failure in many cases, to understand, communicate in a way that touches the heart and misfocuses on some key issues that they don't articulate in a way that moves many women to vote for conservative ideals. Bingo. That's the future, folks. I will tell you that in Oregon, the way you counter all of these factors that are influencing how young women vote which is the largest voting block? The way you capitalize on that, the way that we get them to change is to focus on issues that they do care about and to message those issues in a way that gets to their heart. What are those issues in Oregon? Well, it's not abortion, but it could have been 10-year-olds having abortions without parental consent. Which Canope and Br- Vicki Bree Iverson and the Republicans who allowed quorum in the House and the Senate floors, that bill passed. It still allows abortions on 10-year-olds without parental consent. It still allows transgender treatments on 10-year-olds that parents can't stop without parental consent. It still does, folks. Now, even pro-abortion women, even single pro-abortion women still get and understand parental consent. The political realignment was possible. And it was possible and Republicans blew it for the very reasons this state employee gets and understands and just articulated. How about tolling? I will tell you that for years, the polling I've done, you've heard me say this in the Portland metro area, single women hate tolling. Married women in the Portland, vote Democrat, hate tolling. How about crime, fear, personal safety? Single women care about that a lot too. Maybe as much as abortion. Do Republicans message those issues emotionally? No. They don't. They just missed the opportunity because they got bought off. They missed the opportunity to message effectively to create the permanent political realignment of women voters. Why? Because the Democrats know how to message. Conservatives don't. Notice I didn't say Republicans. I said conservatives don't. Oh, there's more to this, and we'll keep talking about it as we go along. Yeah, women are not the problem. It's conservatives and Republicans that are the problem. Because they do what just happened. They got bought off for whatever reason. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. We'll be back in
0: I